Hello, and welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, science fiction, and horror novels. I'm Evan. And I'm Chad. All right, let's talk about House of the Dragon Season 1, Episode 4, King of the Narrow Sea. This was an interesting episode to start off because the main issue was kind of solved in the last one, right? Like the crab feeder was defeated. He's dead. dead. The crabs. We're kind of zoning in on Rhaenyra's storyline of trying to find someone suitable for her. Kind of, this was kind of a boring episode. It was kind of a boring episode. We've had yeah. some exciting last few ones, and it was necessary. And it's kind of interesting that they even had the crab feeder be a character at all, right? Like he was a nemesis and kind of a problem for four episodes, and they're like, actually, not a problem. I think it was pretty key in making the show really interesting at first. Yeah, I mean, there were a bunch of other really interesting things happening obviously but it was just nice to have like something for damon to do there was an action element to everything but when you take that action element out i mean this is a lot of uh what i like to call people walking into rooms and talking to each other man but they're also walking into rooms and totally smashing too so that is pretty cool hard that is pretty cool yeah good for uh, let's talk about smashing (laughs) what do you think about uh, (laughs) what do you think about rhaenyra and um sir kristen oh boy just just delightful. I called that from the beginning, from the first time that he looked up at her with his deep gaze and those curly brown locks of his peeking right. out under his helmet. I was like, they're getting it. They're getting it on. <laughs> I thought that scene between them was fantastic. Like oh, the amount so of time good. that it took for them to get all that armor off and just, wow, like the, the anticipation. It was so well done. It was awesome. It was. And I kept thinking about that while the episode was playing because like, man, it's a lot of work to take that armor off. Oh, it would yeah. be kind of hard, or let's put it this way, it would be very easy to ruin the mood at some point between like starting with your like pauldrons and your... It was such a good way of showing like how nervous he was and how engaged and encouraged yeah. she was. And it was just like, it was like, no, even though this is taking a, a long time, like she's still very into it. He's getting more into it. He's been into it the whole time, but he's so nervous. And his his nerves makes so much sense. I mean, he has a right to be nervous about all this. Oh, it's yeah. like it's like he's watched all the seasons of Game of Thrones <laughs> and he knows like how all of this is going to shake down. Like there's <laughs> the chances of this being okay are pretty slim. I mean, he's oh. a Kingsguard. This is he's way below her station. This is awful. This is a terrible situation for yeah, him. Yeah, it's be not in. like she's going to be the best secret keeper in the world, right? The first time that she wants to throw something in the face of her pops, she's going to yeah. be like, "Oh, by the way, I my Kingsguard." <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm happy for both of them because they have good chemistry. It, oh. it works, but uh, but also, but also, speaking of chemistry, Rhaenyra and Damon. I was okay. not really expecting that, but I was expecting it. But I wasn't yeah, okay, expecting it. Okay, before we it. move on, though. Uh, okay, before, okay, sorry, I was getting a little. Old Cole here. <laughs> I just want to say, <laughs> I know that's a that's a no, huge no, succulent, right, tasty right, treat right. of this. But okay, I get what Rhaenyra's is doing she's into it i'm into it she was like smiling with him we never get to see her like genuinely be happy and smile very often so i thought that was really cool but like also kind of not a cool move right he's like he's like breaking his oath not only is he like it's kind of like he's uh, deserting his post which they like hang people for and also he's like oathed to not hook up with anybody let alone the person that he's like supposed to be actively protecting so it's like man he could be his loss of career and honor would be the least of the things that come in his way if it gets found out i would imagine right i mean i think i don't th- i think the king's guard can still uh, sleep with people 
Can they, they can't okay. they can't have children or get married. Okay, but I mean he's definitely not supposed to be hooking up with the person he's guarding, right? Not the princess, no. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's something um yeah, which is probably why I mean he was so nervous. Like he really he was like, This is probably a really horrible idea, but you know what? It kinda adds to oh. everything so oh, for sure it's like the oh yeah naughty. you can't do it yeah yeah uh, okay so a little side note here and then we can move on to damon okay you're telling me that one the king's guard doesn't have a map of all of the secret in and outs of the castle like that's like their thing protecting the castle you think you want to know all the entryways and exit points especially one that leads to the princess's bed chambers right and, yeah. okay so if they don't have a map the first thing that he didn't do was go and try to find any like and it's not like it was hard to find. Like she pressed on the wall and fell into it. It was so easy to open that panel. So like one kind of tisk tisk on her for like what you didn't learn that before your entire life in that room. And two like he didn't. And how wow. did Damon know about it? That's some shoddy work. Yeah, I'd... <laughs> good question. <laughs> like I mean, did Damon have the room before her or something, or did he he just knew but the Kingsguard didn't? Or I mean, I don't know. If I grew up in that place, I, and especially being a rebel, wanting to stay out of the eye all the time, I'd be learning. I'd be pushing on every little wall, twisting all the <laughs> sconces, you know, twisting armor and pulling books and all sorts of stuff. I want to know all of those little passageways. So I thought it was just kind of weak, weak guarding oh, well. on his part. I mean, yeah, he's. <laughs> He's not doing a very bang up job. <laughs> no, no, no. But bang keyword, he might be doing a great job. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of Damon, let's get into Damon. Damon baby. And, um, I okay. So, there was a part where you know him and Rhaenyra are talking. They have a moment alone in the castle, and she kind of says, "Like, what are you even doing here?" And he says, "I'm only looking for the comforts of home." And that's when I was like, "They're they're gonna hook up." Oh really? You were on it that early. The comforts of home, like, come on, come on, yeah. like that's. But he was. That's what it was. Uh, this was gonna happen, you know. I just like, thought it was like an underhanded, like, and I'm back to stir. I got bored, no, and I'm here no, to stir the no, pot a little bit. There, and then she says like something like, um, she talks about not wanting a husband. She wants solitude, right? You know, it's a, it's just one of those conversations. that's like, oh, this is gonna be, you know, but like they did a really good job at. They kind of hinted at it very subtly, and then by the time they kind of get into like this sex dungeon, you know, it's like <laughs> good word for it. That was exactly what it was. <laughs> that was exactly what it was, and they kind of get in there, and I was like, still kind of like, is he gonna like try to hook her up with someone else, or what's going was, on here? Yeah. And then, and then like his face is really close to hers, and I was just like, oh, oh, okay, that's what's gonna happen. Which was kind of weird. It made me instantly like cringe a little because it's yeah. like the relationship between right. like uncle and niece but oh. it's a targaryen thing i mean like honestly it makes yeah. quite a bit of sense for sure he's the hottest targaryen male and she's the hottest targaryen female it's like and it's their tradition you know i mean targaryens <laughs> intermarry with each other it's been a thing it's just it makes sense like they've kind of always got it in their back pocket I'm actually pretty surprised that Viserys wasn't more cool with it, you know? I mean, I, I'm not... We should talk about Viserys. I feel like this episode was actually mostly about Viserys. It was. Uh, it seemed like it was about Rhaenyra, but it's this is a Viserys-heavy episode, in my opinion. Let's talk real quick about the tension in the in the throne room before Damon comes in. Ooh, Ooh. That was... And then how it's released, like, immediately when Viserys <laughs> hugs Damon... That was such a brilliant part of this whole, like this episode. I just, I loved that so it much. It was so like, good. I also love how it showed the court collecting right before and almost like in a panicked rush. They're like, oh no, Damon's here. We got to present. And in like all of the 
like high court, the nobles rush into the room to set up shop. So it's like, he can be welcomed home with a full court. You know, it's like, yeah, I guess they would have to do that. And they'd have to send out some sort of message like to the throne room. And everyone rushes on over there. It was just kind of an interesting thing to think about and like window behind the scenes of the kingdom. You know, they're not always just hanging out in there. They like but have they, to like, be in summoned. There. Yeah. Yeah. They like receive him. You know, it's yeah, not just exactly. like him talk. The, the public uh, aspect of all of this is really interesting. And I think that that's touched on in a lot of different fantasy books and shows and movies and stuff is like the court life. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that this show is doing a really good job at it. Even when Rhaenyra is on tour, like looking for suitors and stuff, there's like, it's a whole crowd of people watching this happen. You'd think that they'd do like one by one going in there, but it's like all the other suitors are gathered around and kind of like giving each other shit. (laughs) Like, like, I know we're getting a little off topic here, but the Blackwood kid, that kid, that was awesome. That was so cool. It's called Craven and kills the other guy. Yeah, yeah. I was not really expecting that. Craven, what's up? I mean, that was kind of the equivalent of her doing like a TikTok live, you know? It can't be one-on-one. It's like it evolves and affects the whole kingdom. And so everyone wants the juice, you know? Right. So you're kind of a part of that. Yeah. So Viserys hugs Damon. You know, Damon killed the crab feeder. Yeah. I mean, like he he says, you know, I've got a crown, but like I swear my fealty to you and everything's cool. Everything's fine. My favorite line of the episode was him dropping the axe. Add this to the throne. Yeah, that Uh. was really cool. Um, But then, okay, so Viserys is giving me major Robert Baratheon vibes right now. You know what I mean? Like he's he's deep in his cups. He's he's kind of over celebrating things when there's a lot of work to do. You know, oh, he's, yeah. he's putting things off constantly, but he's also, it's not like Robert Baratheon because Robert Baratheon still had this kind of, he'll figure it out in a pinch kind of kingship to him, you know, like he, he did have a certain amount of capability to him. He was fairly shrewd sometimes and Viserys is just losing it, man. Like he's man. just, it's just, and for me, he really is becoming one of these characters where he's not making any good decisions nope. at all. Like at he's all. He's spiraling. Yeah, he's spiraling. That's a really good way to put it. For yeah, sure. and he's just every scene that he it ended, I was just like, man, this guy sucks so much. <laughs> like he's just and he's so weak. Like he's only been a good king because he hasn't have, had any hard things happen to him. Yeah, he hasn't been tested really. Yeah. So after the um, rumor starts, the rumor mill starts a churning from Rhaenyra's and Damon's night in the town. He gets bounced around like a ball in a pinball machine. So first we've got the hand who's like obviously manipulating. Like he's the worst. Um, he's coming up like, I hate to tell you this, my king. It pains me. To, like you were giddy. You're the first person. We should talk about that because okay, I think we I disagree on this. I mean, I know in like the afterwards of whatever it was like, he was truly like saddened to have to tell the king because he wants what's best for the kingdom. Like I'm not buying that at all. He doesn't like Rhaenyra. He's had it out for her from the beginning, and he's trying to. Uh... Why would he not go talk to her first and be like, hey, I'm hearing these rumors from a boy who wasn't even in the room, just on the stairwell. Well, what would Viserys think if if he knew that the hand went to his daughter before he went to him? Like, that's not a good call. Be like, sir, I was, she is going to be, she's the heir to the throne. I need to start treating her like respect or she will never rise. Viserys would not not have been cool with that. Oh, Viserys would have been bounced around like a ball and just been like, yeah, you're totally right. I thought it was a pretty ridiculous reaction from Viserys, honestly. I mean, like, Otto came to him to tell him this news. Oh, fully ridiculous by Viserys. But he comes and tells him in private before the small council intervenes, you know, or uh, 
convenes. You know what I mean? Like he could have said it to the small council, but he chose to come privately to the king. And he, he wasn't spreading gossip. Like that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed it seemed underhanded. Like the way he came out, it was like. It was like I debated not telling you. It was like, man, it was like his first hour of being awake. I don't know. I just he just comes off like a snake to me. Maybe I'm just reading him wrong. But... Oh no, he's super snaky. But like, it's I didn't think that he had. I feel like Otto Hightower just felt like it was news that needed to be brought to the king's attention because of Rhaenyra's claim to the throne. Like I would have done the exact same thing. I mean, like it's Otto Hightower's job to make sure that the realm is operating at the best capacity that it can. If the heir to the throne is out canoodling, right. on the, it's like he's got to say something, right? Yeah. I mean, and he chose not to say it in the small council where it would have been a much bigger deal. So I think in this particular situation, like Otto Hightower was doing the best that he could. And I think that right. it's, it's not even... like his place to decide what the king needs to hear and what not to hear, regardless right. of like his intention. The king needs to know like and then the king fires him. his daughter's exploits, which was ridiculous. Yeah. So that's that's bounce three of the pinball, <laughs> right? So he gets told by um Otto, bounces over to Rhaenyra, super wait, wait. Does he go to Damon or Rhaenyra first? Uh Rhaenyra and then Damon, I think. That's wait, right. He goes Is that true? No, no, Rhaenyra's last. He goes to Damon next. And then, okay. like, he's like, he would never do something like that, but then obviously totally believes it because he starts by like beating the crap out of Damon. Damon's like, ask, he's like, now speak plain me. He's like, man, every time you stop talking, you just start hitting me. He's like, let me talk. He's on the ground. It's like, I need to know which which uh, infraction you're telling me about before I start yeah. discrediting. <laughs> yeah, I've done I so much. Line, think, so. Yeah. Um, and then. The then he gets manipulated kind of by Damon and he talks to Rhaenyra and he's all mad at her right out the gate. And then with a few like turns of phrase, she's got him mad at Otto and he goes yeah. fires her. It's like, man, he's just getting he's just getting pointed in the direction like a gun and being fired by every yeah. person who he tries to come down on top. They end up using him. Honestly, like, I don't know why, but I, I thought that uh, Rhaenyra was going to kill him with that dagger. I don't know oh, why. Really? Like, I just, for, it was just like my, like, how crazy could this shit get right now? You know right. what I mean? Like, that would be, I was trying to, like, outguess the show, you know? Um, but obviously, the the tension wasn't there in the room for that. Um, it wasn't building in that way. But I just remember thinking, like, what if she's just, like, buttoned up this issue right now? Two things. One, I kind of thought the king was overreacting or overacting his um, diatribes to Otto. He was like, I will take their eyes out. Like, man, you're not some. Vi I don't know. I felt like he knows that he's got like <laughs> one or two episodes left to go. And so he's trying to get like so much acting and so little time. I mean, <laughs> they so, wrote it that way, I'm sure. I don't think it was the yeah, actor. Yeah, but he could have, like, I don't know. <laughs> I felt it a little bit hammed up. Um, and two, what do you think? How do you think the king's going to die? Because he's, he's going, baby. He's on his way out. I don't know. Um, I think it's like rotting. So I think that we should tell our audience real quick, um, just so everybody knows and we're all on the same playing field. Uh, Chad and I both haven't read Fire and Blood. I'm, I'm not super brushed up on what's going to happen next in this show. I don't know how close they're sticking to whatever lore was in that particular book. Um, so just yeah, you know, just know that. Um, it's good to I, be said. Right. Yeah, I think that Damon's going to kill him. Um, really yeah i think damon's gonna oh, do man. it i think what's uh, this is my prediction for like this whole show i think that damon and rhaenyra are gonna team up if not get married they're gonna team up in some way and kill viserys 
but Aegon is going to have the real claim to the throne. Like, and Aegon is Alicent and Viserys' son, right? Who, who has been? It's been. It's been kind of hinted at is going to eventually inherit the throne. Like he's going to be like um, Viserys is going to rescind his right because the Mad King is Aegon, right? Or no? Um, there's like a couple Aegons. I don't know. Yeah, you're <laughs> there's right. Ares and Aegon and Dame. <laughs> there's so many Ares and Daemons and uh, Jaehaerys and it's all it's right. the names are difficult. But I do think that um, it's going to end up becoming like kind of this battle for succession between Rhaenyra and Daemon as like kind of a unit and Aegon and whoever's the regent after Viserys. Yeah, but I don't know. I could be totally wrong, but that's kind of what it seems like. Rhaenyra and Damon have a pretty good bond here. They don't seem to really argue that much. They don't seem to. They they're very close. They understand each other. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, in a way that like no one else can really see that family except uh, so clearly, except for being on the inside, you know. Well, and Damon doesn't want the throne. No. I feel like it's pretty clear. Like he's never said that he wanted it. He's never. He just wants to be involved and he just wants to at least a certain amount of power. He wants power, respect. He wants to be on the inner circle, but he does not want to be the fall guy for the final decision. But it is really interesting that so Rhaenyra 100% denies, just deny, deny, deny. Yeah. Right. That she was even in any kind of sex dungeon. Like they just went and saw a show together. She swears it on her mother's memory. She lies. Yeah. Oh, hardcore. Even to Alisant, like so heavy and hard. And then Damon is on the floor being kicked by the king, and he's just like, What's the big deal? Like, what's the yeah. problem? So it's, it's just interesting. Marry her. <laughs> it's just interesting that like they're both saying different versions of events, and I think that's gonna come back to bite them, obviously, because they don't have a straight story between the two of them. Rainier went on the defense so hard, especially with Alessandra. It was just like, oh man, like you don't even talk to her. Like she even said, like my sister Alessandra or something. Like, oh man, clearly trying to butter her up to believe the crock of BS you're about to feed her. Yeah, to question a princess's virtue as an act of treason. Yeah, like okay, is it? I, is that I treason? Like, can the I queen the commit queen treason? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. I don't know about that one. That was pretty brutal. Like. Damon showing up hungover to the Red Keep. Like, oh, not so a good look for him. Also, Alisant and Viserys's uh, lovely sex scene. Yeah, that was pretty. Oh, man. She like gives awful. him a halfway through, like a little, like, you got this smile. Yeah, I was like, man, if I ever that... get even the slightest whiff of that, it's like, I'm, I'm out of there. <laughs> yeah, not, not going good. This no. Is not, not going okay at all. Oh, man. I, she's honestly. As much as I don't really like her character, she's killing it. The actress is killing it. And she's the one who I feel genuinely sorry for. Like everything Rhaenerys doesn't want to have happen to her has already happened to Alicent. And she's just kind of like taking the short end of every stick. Like her friend hates her for her father's decision. Her father doesn't really like respect her or anything, but he has this like, I don't know. I think he respects her, but I don't know. It's. He's a gross old dude. Well, and Allison did what anybody in her position would have done. Like, what are you going to do? Right. Say no to being the queen of the Seven Kingdoms? Can like, you no. even say no? no it's <laughs> not happening. Like, this is not her fault. If you're going to put blame on anybody, it'd be Otto Hightower. Yeah. But it's like this. It's a pretty blameless situation. I mean, I feel like Allison and the king probably would have like ended up being around each other at some point, And it would. I don't know. It's just like it's not it's one of those things. No, it was a it was a fine decision for the for the king. And Allison's just kind of the 
the victim in all of this, you know, and like Rhaenyra should have a lot more sympathy than she does because sh- her friend is experiencing like her hell. The thing that she is actively rebelling against is that life. And she even acknowledges it when they're like talking on the bench. She's like, I don't want to be stuck in the castle, just like a breeding mare. And then she like looks over and is that Alison's like, Oh, sorry. Yeah, that would suck so much. Like, yeah. Yeah, And she goes off complaining. I don't know. Rhaenyra kind of annoyed me. This uh she has been annoying me a little bit. I mean, I think that Rhaenyra's supposed to do that though. I mean, if Rhaenyra's character is uh, she's a princess man yeah, like i mean she's it's very much a princess like she remember she stole that piece of meat because it's like the rush that it would have given you to actually oh steal God. something but when, when you've been getting away with everything your entire life i mean i think the writers for this show did a really good job at making sure rhaenyra acted like a princess like definitely in oh, every sense of the word yeah exactly in every sense of the word now it just so happens that she is probably one of the most badass princesses that i've ever seen in a tv show yeah <laughs> she's just so cool i have a question for you sure why do you think damon pulled away when him and rhaenyra started going into it she was clearly very much enjoying herself what happened um, I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll see a little bit more of that uh, in the next episode. We'll get a little more clarity, but I feel like he probably just knew it was going to be more trouble than it was worth. You know, like it's like it would obviously make the series really mad, you know, and I don't think that I think Damon's just a lot smarter than just causing chaos. Like he's not the Joker. You know what I mean? Right. Like he's not like he's a very smart person. Burn. Yeah, he's a very smart person. Maybe he just wanted to show her like, hey, you can have fun with this can be fun, too. Maybe he wanted to show her that he's an option, but he didn't want to do it right then. Hmm, you know, okay. like maybe he wanted to ex- like show her like I can be one of the people that you marry. There's a precedent for it. We we obviously have chemistry between us, but like maybe not right this instant. You know, with everything being all in turmoil like it is, pushing her up against a wall, getting it just barely started, and then sketch bouncing without any words seems like a <laughs> weird way to present yourself as a viable candidate. <laughs> Hey, you know, Targaryens are weird. They have weird customs. That is very, very true. Uh, Okay, another question here. The hand mentions, or he doesn't mention, but the message is brought to him by the white worm when the kid messenger shows up there. Yeah. Is that like the spider, the master of whispers? I don't know what that was. I wrote that in my notes. I have no idea. I was going to ask you that. Maybe it's something we missed. Yeah, maybe we missed it in one of the other episodes, but I don't think we did. I think we I don't think so either. Yeah, I was just hoping you knew it and you're like, steel trap of a burning uh, i have no idea but uh yeah we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode i do want to just shout out the actors um matt smith and millie alcock for just crushing the targaryen language i think it's valyrian man because acting i've never really tried it but i have a feeling it'd be really difficult in the easiest sense of the word but doing it with a made-up language like that for an extended period of time they were having a full-on conversation yeah and then you know obviously it happens with um the game of thrones with like death rocky and stuff there are some lengthy conversations in death rocky and but like this that was a that was a lot there's a lot of lines to remember of a completely made up language. That's so, so hard to do. Yeah. Like memorizing lines is really difficult of words that you do know, let alone yeah. made up gibberish. That's very, very difficult. I wonder if they stick to the script like word for word when they're doing that, or if they kind of fib it a little bit just because like whatever. I don't know, because there's probably people that I bet like Valerian is like an established language yeah, at this point. It's like halfway written you out. I mean, yeah. So they're probably just like, we gotta get this right. 
but yeah, I just wanted to shout it out those uh, two actors. That was the the note that we're going to end this episode on. Bravo to everybody that's working on this show, that's acting in it. All the cinematography, the editing, the writing, everything is just fantastic. It is. A, this is easily the best show I've seen in a while. Like absolutely, you know, in a pretty long time. Um, and that's just obviously my opinion. I mean, I thought Stranger Things was good. Uh, Rings of Power is really shaping up. It's it's getting even better with every episode. But man, this is just blowing everything else out of the water. It's and it's There's so surprising. I was so surprised. You know, I really wasn't expecting this to be as good as it was. And Same. damn, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode. This recap for House of the Dragon episode four. I cannot wait until next Sunday when we watch episode five. Until the then, dragon everybody, roars on. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. And of course, happy reading. Bye, everybody. Thank you.